Welcome to Manifestation Lizified, your weekly dose of inspiration. This podcast is rooted in the belief that a positive mindset can improve every aspect of your life, from work to relationships to your overall well-being. By changing the way you interact with the world and approaching it from a positive place, you will manifest a fulfilled life of your creation. So hello, everyone. I'm really excited to introduce you to you. Uh, Amy and Nancy Harrington, two sisters who ditched successful careers in Hollywood in order to work together. They're the minds behind the Passionistas Project Pack, which is a subscription box filled with products created by female artisans and women-owned businesses to inspire you to follow your passions. They are also the Passionistas Project podcast hosts and founders, which shares positive stories of strong, empowered, and passionate women. I figure in today's current climate, we could all use some stories of empowerment. So I really want to welcome Amy and Nancy. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, for, so having much for having us. Absolutely. I'm excited. I think, uh, I think with everything going on in the world, we could use some stories of positivity, things that are uplifting. Uh, so why don't you guys just tell us a little bit about your story, what you used to do, and what really spurred this change in uh, career path for you? Great. Um, this is Nancy. Um, I, uh, I started, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, really. Um, I started right out of college, my own graphic design company. And, um, and I did that for a really long time. And also, partway into that, my husband and I started a theater. So we had a theater as well. So um, I've always sort of run my own businesses, but I was kind of getting burnt out on all of that. And my husband decided he wanted to try his hand at moving to California. And I was all over that because Amy had been here for 10 years and I was missing her terribly. So we uh, moved out to LA. And so for the first few years I was here, I actually worked at an ad agency that did uh, Academy Award campaigns for Miramax and Paramount Classics, and it was more stressful than I could ever even explain. <laughs> and um, and I did it for a few years because you know we were fresh in a new city and we needed needed the cash flow. But I really didn't. I loved the people that I worked with, but I didn't. I hated commuting to work and not being my own boss. So. After a couple of years of that, Amy was in a similar place as I was, and we moved on together. But I'll let her tell you that after she tells her story. So I uh, moved to L.A. from Boston right after I graduated college and got right into the entertainment industry, which had been my dream, and um, started working on television shows in post-production and then really quickly moved into visual effects. So I uh, worked on, you know, the Conehead movie and Lois and Clark and then ended up starting a visual effects company at Warner Brothers that did visual effects on their movies um, and ultimately was asked to, to take a job at the studio itself and um, in a matter of time became the vice president of post-production and visual effects for all of the feature films at Warner Brothers. So I worked on about a total of 250 movies during my time there. And I oversaw the teams that did the post-production visual effects on movies like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. What? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the first two, I worked on the first two, three Harry Potters. I left uh, toward the beginning of the third Harry Potter. 
I worked on all the Matrix movies, um, Perfect Storm, You've Got Mail. I worked on everything. Um, and like Nancy said, around the time she was burned out, I, um, there was like political changes happening at the studio, restructuring that I just didn't, wasn't really on board with. And I thought I would have stayed there forever. And then Nancy and I decided that we would leave our jobs at the same time. And we were working on a project that ended up not going anywhere, but it was the catalyst that started us on our journey together. And um, after a series of jobs, we started doing uh, interviews for the Television Academy. We started doing archival interviews, which are like three or four hour long interviews with celebrities in front who are in front of the camera and also people behind the camera that make television shows. And we fell in love with doing interviews. So we kept trying to figure out how we could use that skill to do something more important than just doing celebrity interviews. And when the Me Too movement happened, that's when we decided we should be telling the stories of women that are positive and empowered stories to balance these other really important but really sad stories that were being told. And that's when we started the Passionistas Project to inspire other women to follow their passions. Amazing. Wow, what a compelling story, both of you, and how you really changed your career paths. I think that, that that's really cool. Also, I'm sorry I interrupted you there. I got a little excited when I found out you worked on the Harry Potter franchise. At least the first couple of movies. That's amazing. It was, uh, it was, uh, I will always look at those as my, you know, most important contribution to the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're definitely uh, up there for sure. So how has having a positive mindset um, and really changing your thought process truly impacted your lives? I mean, you were just saying that there was the Me Too movement and while it was a very, and still is, frankly, a very important movement. Um, many of those stories really were sad. What really made you feel like you wanted to tell the positive side of things? And really, sh how did shifting your mindset in that direction really help you both? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exactly true. All of those Me Too stories were and are really important and valuable. They need to be told. We need to continue to tell them. Um, but we, at the time, were just feeling like there were so many negative stories and horrible stories about women. And we knew that there were women everywhere doing really positive, empowering things. And we just felt like it could be part of our job to share those positive stories. And I think part of that is because we do both have pretty positive mindsets. You know, I've always said that worry is a wasted energy. I just don't believe that it's worth worrying about things. I believe that it's worth planning for things. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have ups and downs, but if you stay positive and stay focused and move forward, you'll get through all the downs. And I think that's especially important right now. Um, I just read another statistic this morning that 32% of people in the country might be filing for unemployment and it's heartbreaking and scary as hell. But I also would like to think that a lot of those people can use that time to think about what they're passionate about and make their life what they want it to be moving forward out of this instead of going back to maybe a job that they don't like or, you know, is, is just a grind. So um, I just think being positive and moving forward is 
is insanely important. Like I think there's nothing more important if you want to be successful and happy. I also think that um, being positive about what other people are doing is really critical. Like we, so much of our focus now is on these women whose stories we're telling that are entrusting us to tell their stories. And um, we spend most of our day looking for ways that we can post about them on social media and boost their profiles, you know, give them an opportunity to get interviewed and be able to say they had another press, you know, press notch in their belt. And, um, and so just being able to share that positivity with other people and by boosting other people up has just transformed our lives because now we have this incredible network of women that support us equally, which wasn't our motivation, but we just lucked out that that's how it worked out. But also it just, I just think it adds goodwill to the world when you're focusing on how you can help other people rather than worrying about yourself so much. 100%. I think uh, it's really important to give back in some way, shape or form to the community, to other women. I just, there. I feel like as a society in some respects, sometimes we're very focused on the self. Um, we've become very like, I need my own time for self-care. And I think that's really important. I, I am a big proponent in um, taking that time for yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not able to really um, cultivate and help others. But I think what you guys are doing is you let go of the careers and the jobs that weren't serving you any longer, weren't allowing you to be the best people that you could coming forward and you switched gears and now you're able to give back because you're kind of already pouring into your cup. Once you've begun to pour into your cup, you can absolutely help and support other women by pouring out into theirs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so speaking of supporting other women, uh, can you guys tell me a little bit about the Passionistas Project Pack? For example, what did people receive in the pack this past month? So we, as we were doing all these interviews, we realized we were talking to all these incredible entrepreneurs as well as artists and activists and authors. And, but there were all these female entrepreneurs who had these really fun products and a lot of them were really unique. Um, and they, again, weren't getting the funding that most you know, male run businesses are. They weren't getting a lot of the exposure that a lot of male run businesses are. So initially we thought we'd have a store on our website where we'd sell products. And then we met with um, Sashi Chandran, who is one of the women we interviewed. And Sashi has a company called Tea Drops that is, um, it's pressed tea. So it's not in a tea bag. It's pressed into little shapes like flowers and hearts. And it just dissolves in uh, hot water. And she's brilliant. She's like our hero. And she actually suggested we should do a subscription box. So we didn't really know that much about them. We did a little research and it was perfect. So each quarter we ship a box that has five to seven full-size products in it. But we also, um, Keeping with the theme of wanting to tell these women's stories, we include inserts with a Q&A from each woman and give a little background about them so that you learn about them and their journeys, again, to inspire the women that are, are subscribing to the box um, and to shine a spotlight on them. It's not just a box of tea. It's Sashi who left Google and started this company out, you know, out of her kitchen. And it really... Um, you know, it's meant to, to kind of engage the, the subscriber in the lives of these women too. So the last box, each box has a theme. 
And the last box had the theme of pay it forward because so many of these companies also give back in a lot of ways. So in the last box, we had things like um, a coffee sleeve, like, you know, when you go to Starbucks and you get that cardboard ring that you put on your cup. Um, our friend Carolyn Koppel uh, actually has a cloth sleeve that benefits Aaron's Coffee Corner, which is a charity she set up in honor of her son, Aaron, who is the only person in the world that has a condition that um, he's uh, non-ambulatory, non-verbal, um, but just a lovely, a lovely boy. He wasn't supposed to live past the age of three and he's 14 now. And so Carolyn set up a charity to put coffee machine, high-end coffee machines in the pediatric care units of hospitals to help the families out. Um, we had coasters from the Home Body Society that give back to fallen heroes. We had delicious um, J. Coco chocolate bars that feed families their, their proceeds. Um, we always put a charm in the box. The first box comes with a free charm bracelet, and then we give a different charm every month. So we had a tree of life charm from Shiny Little Blessings, and that uh, gives to families in need. Um, we had a beautiful sage bundle, in, like an incense kind of bundle, that um, is from Cabine Monday, and that gives to the education of homeless children. Um, we had a gift certificate from iFundWomen, which is a Kickstarter-like platform, but specifically for female entrepreneurs. And they not only do crowd crowdfunding, but they also do training. So they gave us certificates for a $99 value of one free month of training for the women who subscribed. Um, we had necklaces, which we actually both are, I noticed are wearing today, that um, come from a company, that a group called Terra Projects, which are fair trade. Uh, they, they employ women in Delhi for fair wage. So everybody that works for them is guaranteed a fair wage. And it's really boosting the economy for these women in Delhi. And then the final product was actually something for the women who subscribed to use to pay it forward. Uh, we partnered with you for Project You First out of Atlanta. And they, um, Erica uh, Wright, who runs that organization, gives out what she calls love bags to the unhoused in Atlanta and beyond. And they're just the basic necessities, a washcloth, a toothbrush, toothpaste, and, um, and so we included one of those and asked everybody that subscribed to use that to pay it forward by giving it to someone they knew or met that was in need. So that was the last box. And now we're planning our summer box, which is going to be uh, Passionista's Pastimes. And it's going to have a lot of fun, fun items in it that we're just wrapping up right now. Oh man, I'm sure in those items, many people are probably going to be fairly excited. Hopefully by summer we'll be out of our self-quarantine and they can truly enjoy those passionate pastimes in a sense. We're trying to make it so that if everybody's still in their houses, that these will be products they can still use. <laughs> no, Just that's good. Case. Good ample planning. Take them to the beach. Or the beach, yeah. <laughs> or the beach true. Yep. Uh, no. I, I really love, and, and it sounds like they're getting a lot of value within those boxes. It's not only is it the compelling stories, but there's a lot of products in, e in each one that you're, you're receiving. Yeah. Yeah, we try to at least double the value of the cost of the box, but in that, well, you try to offer some kind of 
course or coaching or something every quarter. So that's a, a really great value. And on top of that, we're also now doing face. We have a Facebook live group and people who subscribe to the box can become members of the group. And then we, we are doing Facebook lives for only women that are members of the group. So there's, and then there's some exclusive content from the podcast. That's only for women that are members of, of subscribing to the box. So there's all sorts of added value beyond just the, the monetary value of the products themselves. That's awesome. Do you want to share with my listeners uh, where they can go to learn more about the Passionistas Project Boxes? Sure. I mean, yeah, if you go to... Sorry. Sorry, go. <laughs> go. <laughs> We're not used to being in different places. <laughs> We have like eye signals and hand signals that we use when we're together all the time and, and we're not used to being in different places at all. <laughs> all good, all good. You go, Amy. Okay. So the easiest thing to do is to go to our website, which is thepassionistasproject.com. And in the navigation bar at the top, you can see how to get to the podcast, to the subscription box. We also just started a resource page which ultimately will be resources for women who are looking for things like funding or, um, you know, support with a, a female podcast. But for now, we actually have made it entirely resources related to the coronavirus epidemic because we were finding that we would go to look for something and we would be looking on this website or trying to find this website. And we thought, well, why don't we just make a page to make it easier for everybody? And we're constantly adding to that so if anybody that's listening has any suggestions on resources that they think we should add please um please do that and um we also are on facebook like nancy said we have a facebook group called the passionistas project group we have a facebook page we have uh instagram and pinterest accounts under the passionistas project and we're on twitter at passions proj p-r-o-j and um yeah, if anybody wants to nominate a passionista for us to interview or a product to put in the box, we're always looking for new women who are looking for, you know, some some spotlight to be shined on them. Fantastic. Perfect. So what I'll do is I'll make sure to include that in the show notes, guys, so that you guys can definitely check it out if you're interested. Um, and then before I let you go, I did have one more question for you guys because I have to know. Uh, so I know that you guys interview a lot of really inspiring women. I know you've also interviewed a lot of celebrities. And I was wondering if you guys might have a favorite anecdote, maybe even a lesson learned that you would like to share. <laughs> it's really, really hard to pick one. We've, we've done a lot of interviews. Um, for the Television Academy, we did all these archive interviews for them that were three or four hours long. So every one of them is really intense and really amazing. Um, and we've also done uh, red carpet interviews for the Television Academy at the Emmys. So that's just this whirlwind of crazy, amazing people. A really fun day, I think, was the day we interviewed Brian Cranston on the red carpet. That was amazing. He like they pointed at us from across the red carpet and he came over to us and it was just, it was great. But I think the, the overarching thing about all of these interviews that we've done is that we've learned that sort of a common thread among all of these successful people. And it also helped inspire what we're doing right now, which is that they're all really passionate. You know, we always ask people what their advice is. And many, many times people say, if you can't do some if you 
only do this if you absolutely can't do anything else. You know, if you're so passionate about this, that this is what you have to do, then get into the show business. But if you can do anything else and you'd be happy, don't do this because it's really hard. So we just really understood that people who follow their passions are the people that have success and that you need to persist to follow your passion. So I think that's sort of the biggest overarching thing we've learned. Um, and then I think personally, we've also learned that um, to get past your fear, you know, I mean, we were both, we're both very shy people. And if you had asked us 20 years ago, we would be interviewing people for a living. We would have been like, no, <laughs> that's not, I'm not going to sit and talk to people for a living. But, um, you know, we, we, uh, we both thought that this was a great opportunity and realized that if we just work through the fear, we'll get, we'll get through it. And, you know, we, it we asked everyone what mantra is and she said her mantra was a quote from Joyce Meyer and it's, and it's do it afraid and we thought wow that's a great quote do it afraid we, and that's what we've done with these interviews we've sort of learned that no matter how nervous you are you're going to get through it so sit down and do it do it afraid work through the fear and at the end of the day you'll be that much prouder that you've done it and you know we've worked through that fear and now we're really don't get very nervous when we do interviews i mean it's just it's what we do now and we love it and by working through that fear we discovered our passion and, and one quick celebrity anecdote is that we um one of the best days of our entire lives has been and will always be that we got to interview laverne and shirley not just laverne or shirley <laughs> laverne and shirley and we got to go to penny marshall's house and spend the day at Penny Marshall's house, hanging out with her in her living room and interviewing two of our like ultimate TV icons from when we were little girls. So that, that was probably, that goes down as one of the best days we'll ever get to have. <laughs> <laughs> and shout yes. out to our friend and mentor, Karen Herman, for making that happen for us. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. I think my top story, I'm sorry, is still Harry Potter, but I, I, give, it to I give it to you. We can do another interview about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, standing on Diagon Alley by myself with no one else around, very cool moment. Standing, oh my goodness. You know, the chessboard that explodes at the end of the first, I was, I was there by myself one day, just went for a walk and just stood alone on the giant, already blown up, giant chess pieces already blown up stage. That was really cool. <laughs> okay, you're like living my dream over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was That's very amazing. lucky. I so guys, um, thank you so much. It's been so wonderful having you. Is there any one last thing, that you, piece of advice or anything that you want to share before we let you guys go? Nan, you know how to wrap it up the best. Um, yeah, just that, you know, we're on a mission to spotlight women and to, um, to shine a light on women that are doing amazing things and following their passion so that if anyone um, knows anyone who we should talk to, just nominate them. You can do that on our website or email or Facebook um, or if they have product. And, you know, we like to say in this current climate, Stay safe, stay home, stay healthy, and stay passionate. Fantastic. Thank you, ladies, so very much. Once again, you guys can find them over at thepassionistasproject.com.
Uh, and thank you again for joining me. Thank you so much for having us. It was great thank to meet you. you. Great meeting you too. Thank you guys so very much for listening. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. You can also find a few more doses of inspiration over at my Instagram at manifestation All right. Have an awesome, awesome day.